Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. Infertility can feel really unfair, life can feel really unfair. How do we let go of that anger, that bitterness, that resentment that sometimes just contaminates our way of being? It just makes us feel unhappy, it makes us feel inferior. Is it possible to let go of that? Is it possible to really know that life isn't unfair when it feels so unfair. Well, let's dive in and find out. One of the things that was really prevalent on our fertility journey was my anger, my my feeling of injustice, the unfairness of it. That it felt so unfair. Why should we have problems having a baby? We're good people. We did good things, and we volunteered and did all sorts of great things. Ran youth clubs, volunteer youth clubs for teenagers, and dedicated so much of our life to helping people and it felt so unfair and I wasn't aware actually how much that sense of unfairness I had in life even prior to our fertility journey and I think it's really understandable you think that fertility is such a big thing and having a baby is such a big thing and and it does feel really unfair and unjust when other people seem to have a baby without any problems. People have babies when they don't want to have babies. And there's us as a couple that I truly believe we make great parents, providing a safe, stable environment for children to grow up in. We were looking after other people's children, so many godchildren and youth work and other things we were doing that it just didn't seem fair. I felt like a real, like a, like a victim. And I don't know what it was that really prompted it, but I began to realise how often I did feel like a victim in life, in the small things, as well as big things. There was a habit of mine. Excuse the, the language, but... I came to realise that how many times I, I, I muttered for fuck's sake under my breath when things happened. And general annoyance when things happened in life. I don't even small things like getting stuck in traffic. It felt like your life was against me all the time. That it wasn't fair. And the thing is, whether it's something small and minor as being stuck in traffic and yeah, there may be a consequence of that missing a meeting or letting people down or infertility what I hadn't seen was how much I was taking things personally 
how I thought it felt like there's an energy behind life just making life difficult for me that other people have life easier than me I seem to attract difficult situations and back then I wasn't aware how how neutral life really is how we're looking at life through a filter of our thoughts, our beliefs, our hopes, our dreams, our desires, all our thinking about ourselves and life. That's what we're looking at life through and that's what creates our experience. Life itself is actually neutral. And that took me a while to get my head around. What does that really mean? Is that true? But in the small things and the big things, like something small example where if you look at a, a beautiful scene in nature, you might feel a sense of appreciation or wonder or beauty in that moment or just the love when you're with someone you love and you really look at them and you enjoy being with them and you feel that feeling of love well that person is actually neutral you feel that feeling of love when you're with them other people may not feel that feeling of love when they're with them looking at that beautiful scene in nature you might find that scene in nature particularly beautiful and have a sense of appreciation other people might look at that scene in nature and just think it's boring or be indifferent see the scene in nature or the person the physical thing the world of form is actually neutral it's actually neutral which is why everyone can have a different experience of a circumstance because the circumstance is actually neutral if it was a circumstance that created our experience, then everyone had the same experience of the circumstance. But it doesn't work that way. Life is actually neutral. And I know it's probably quite hard to take that in or comprehend that or believe that when you're in the midst of fertility struggles. Don't, don't get me wrong, I understand. I'm not trying to make it easy or, or be, be quite glib about it. But I do think there's a principle here, the principle of our, our human experience. And that principle is, yeah, our human experience comes from our thinking in this moment. The situation is actually neutral. So me being stuck in traffic, it just is what it is. It's just neutral. Stuff happens in life. Life is not predictable. Life is a contact sport. Stuff happens. There isn't an energy behind life playing a game of chess and moving the chess pieces and moving the pieces of life to to make things happen or stop things happening. It just is what it is. People have free will. We, we have autonomy in life. We do things that sometimes have a consequence on other people. And nature is not perfect. There's imperfection in nature. Not every flower is perfect. Sometimes... Things are born with defects. And I think fertility sometimes just knocks us for six because we just don't expect it. We just didn't, don't see it coming often. And I think there's something about having children. There's an expectation or perception that having a family can really give you something whether it is a sense of fulfillment or love we 
can't imagine loving anything or anyone more than our own children. And we think it's going to be a mirror, we're going to get love back. You look at a baby, you feel nothing but, I guess, love. And it just brings you to this place of being, a place of love within us. I think that's often what we're seeking when we're having children. We want to give our children the love that maybe we craved as a child. Give our children a sense of belonging that maybe we'd craved as a child. I do think this Project You journey is about giving birth to our true self before we give birth to a baby. About us knowing we're loved and complete and fulfilled and everything we unconsciously may be seeking through having a family it's in us now. So what if it's not personal? What if life is actually neutral? And it's when we make things about us, we have an emotional response. I could be sitting in traffic and get frustrated and, and that frustration could be the fear of what the consequence of being late may be. Maybe I'm late for a meeting or late for a client or... And while I'm letting someone down, what they're going to think of me, and maybe there's a financial consequence. And all this thinking around it, it's not just about being in the moment. It's all that potential future consequence, which is maybe plausible and realistic, but it's complete fantasy. Because nothing can predict the future. And we offer, often imagine worst case scenario. And I know from, from experience that actually... <laughs> My imagination doesn't always play out, but it tricks me in the, in the moment when I think it's real. We make things about us. We make it personal, but it's not. Even if we let someone down, they're frustrated with us, they're annoyed with us. That's their stuff. That's their thinking. That's their frustration, which is often fear their insecurities. When we stop making things about us, we don't have the emotional response to it. We can see with clarity and perspective. So what if things don't happen to us? What if they happen for us? And again, that's really, sometimes I can get that's really hard to hear when they miss the fertility journey. We're a 10-year fertility journey. I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. But I'm so thankful I learn about myself within that journey. That I'm a happier man as a result. I'm more engaged in life. Life feels like an adventure. I was going through the emotions of life. I was in this corporate job just going through the routines, living the life I thought I should be living. Like sucking a sweet with a wrapper on. And not really living life. And as a result, I truly believe I'm a better father now than would have been otherwise. If we'd had those struggles, I would have unconsciously carried on the patterns from my own parents, which were not helpful. And it's easy to say that afterwards, I know. So we say afterwards, looking back, when you're in it, I know it's crap. It's painful, it's difficult, there's going to be anger, there's going to be resentment. It's going to feel unfair. That's called being human. But maybe part of you can begin to know that's okay. That's your human self. That's your human response. Doesn't make it true. Our thoughts and feelings are not truth. 
There are perceptions of the situation in this moment created by our own life experiences, created by our, own, our thoughts and beliefs we learn about ourselves and life through our childhood. They're the glasses we look at ourselves and life through. It's going to happen. We are human. But the more we can see it for what it is, the less it has a hold over us, the easier it can move on and fresh thinking can come in. So what if it's not personal? What if life is a contact sport and it's just neutral? This world of form is neutral. And the energy behind life, I do believe, is loving and it's kind. And I think it cries with us. I, I remember um, when I was heavily involved in the church many years ago, it was a very popular book that Christians used to read called The Shack. I can't remember it's by. And I, <laughs> I've realised recently these things. Are, when a lot of people recommend something. Sometimes I shy away against it, even like things like Harry Potter. Everyone's saying, you must read Harry Potter. And I just kind of shied away against it. My wife loved it, read all the books, devoured the books. When I started watching some of the films, I did actually start going back and read some of the books. But when loads of people recommend something, something in me goes, nope, not going to do that. I don't know what it is. We're babbling me. But eventually I come around and I do, I do uh, read it, wherever it is, take the recommendation, and I'm glad I did. So anyway, this book was recommended by a lot of people. I never read it. But then actually a number of years later, I watched the film. And... You see the film, I think it's on Netflix or Amazon, it's one of the streaming services. And I cried and I cried and I cried. I cried like a baby watching that film. It was a really healing, therapeutic experience. I wasn't expecting that. Because the depiction of God, the energy of life in that film, was just pure love. How she said how she cried when we cried. And it really helped me Realised life wasn't personal. That the energy behind life is loving and kind. I'd come to that kind of understanding even before watching the film. But the film really kind of just brought it to life in many ways. It helped me just remind me that the energy behind life is loving and kind. It's got our back. It doesn't want us to experience these horrible things. It cries with us. It wants us to be content and be happy and be complete. But go further than that film, I truly believe that we're made of that energy, we're part of that energy. We are one with that energy. And we have a quieter mind, we're just being in the moment. That's when we begin to feel that sense of completeness within us. A sense of okayness, a sense of knowing we're going to be okay, whatever happens. For me, that's our true sense of self. That's our spiritual self. That's our soul that is part of that energy, made of that energy, that knows we're going to be okay, that we're complete in this moment, we are loved, we do belong, we're enjoyed. We have a sense of purpose within us, even beyond having children. And that's just being ourselves, just being ourselves, being, being who we are in the world more freely, our passions, our gifts, our desires, our hopes, just bringing that into the world. The more we're free to be ourselves, the more we know it's okay to be ourselves, that's when a sense of fulfilment comes. That's when a sense of flow comes into life. 
And for me, that's when our mind and our bodies relax. And the magic's more likely to happen. We don't need a baby for that. That's within us already. But it's the brass band of thought that stops us being aware of it, drowns it out. But that's who we are. Yeah, life is a contact sport, stuff happens. But it's not personal. And you have the resources you need to deal with it more than you imagine. In the UK, there's an insurance company, the strapline advert used to say, we don't make a drama out of a crisis. And I love that because in a way it's just saying, yes, stuff happens. We don't need to make a, a drama out of it. We can deal with it. We've got this. You've got all the resources you need to deal with whatever shows up in life. And it really is not personal. The energy of life loves you. It cries with you. It wants you to be content, to be complete. It wants you to see the truth of who you are. It wants to see the you it created, you're co-created with that. Your soul. That's who we really are. We're not who we think we are. My wish for you is that you can begin to see that more and more. And to find your true self, give birth to your true self on this journey, which will enable you to give birth to your family. Loving you.